Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fourth and final hour, Dale and Holly with Thornton. Sports Radio WEEI broadcasting live from McGann's on Portland Street, just across the uh, around the corner from the TD Garden, where tonight the Boston Celtics kick off their 2016-17 season against the Brooklyn Nets. The guy who put this team together, Danny Ainge, joins us now on the AT&T Hotline. Hello, Danny. How are you? Dale, Michael, Jerry, how are you guys doing? Oh, it's basketball season. <laughs> doing great. Happy New Year to you, by the way. I, I know that's what it feels like when you get to open a season. Uh, I, I assume a season that you're opening with a whole lot of optimism here. I'm very excited about this year. It's a really fun group of guys, uh, a hard-playing team. Um, I think we're going to get better as the season goes along. Uh, Danny, let's get into some players specifically. Uh, first, Al Horford. I know what you said at the press conference that a lot of people are going to fall in love with this player. But you find out more about a guy after you've practiced with them, after you've gone through some preseason games and just seen him away from the court. What is it about Al Horford that you've learned here that maybe you didn't know before when he was with the Hawks? Uh, Michael, you know, I don't really think that there have been any surprises. I think he's pretty much what we thought he was. Um, I mean, he's a great, great guy. He's just confirmed that every day. He's all about team. And, um, I mean, that's the best thing about him. And he's versatile. So he can play five and he can play four. He can, he's a, the kind of player that can stretch the floor as a four man and play with a, a bigger interior defender, uh, a big team, or he can be a five man on a small team and play like with Jay Crowder or Jalen Brown at the four. Um, I think that and he can play with Kelly Olenek or, or Amir Johnson or Tyler Zeller. I mean, he just fits in with everybody, and that's, that's an important aspect that he brings to our team. Uh, Danny, let me ask you about another new face, and you just mentioned him a moment ago. Jalen Brown, what's a reasonable expectation for Celtics fans on him this year? You know, it's hard to tell early on. He's had a terrific training camp and a, a good exhibition season, a terrific second half of the summer league. Um, but, you know, now the real games will start. Like, like most young kids, I think that he'll have some ups and downs this year. But we sure like his upside, Dale. I think that he's just – he's really fun. He knows he has to work hard to become – to reach his full potential and become a great player. But um, I think he'll have some ups and downs. And I'm, I'm really excited to watch him start his development, you know, starting tonight. We're talking with Danny Ainge of the Boston Celtics. Celtics open the season tonight at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, we played a cut earlier in the show uh, from your coach, Brad Stevens, at the end of last season. And he talked about the importance of the three-point shot, particularly when you've got the defending NBA champions in, in your conference, do you feel your team is is good enough with the three-point shot right now based on the fact that you didn't do particularly well at that last year? 
Um, you know, it, it's not like it's not as good as we want it to be. Um, I think we're getting. I think we're better than we were last year. I think Avery looks like he is a better shooter. Um, he's worked hard on his shooting. He just slowly has gotten better. Had his best offensive year last year, and we you know, he's 25. We feel like he's still going to get there. Isaiah, I feel, has less pressure on him. Um, you know, Kelly Olynyk shot the ball well for us last year, as did Jonas Jerebko. Kelly was playing with one arm the whole second half of the year last year. Um, he should be back shortly, and he's going to provide some outside shooting. Al Horford, we added, who is a terrific outside shooter and should spread the floor. I think Crowder's going to have a better year shooting than he did. Um, he worked hard on his outside shooting. Uh, we need Marcus to improve his shooting, and he's working hard on that. Uh, uh, Rogier uh, has really improved his shooting and um, has had a terrific summer and preseason for us. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we have a lot of shooters and a lot of guys that can that can have their best year that are moving toward, uh, you know, much better shooting. You know, Danny, it's too bad that other NBA general managers can count because I, I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, everybody looked at your guaranteed contract situation. They looked at a first-round pick like R.J. Hunter, and they said, well, the Celtics have to make a decision. So uh, why trade an asset for a guy that they may have to cut? Do you feel like you you had to cut R.J. Hunter because you couldn't trade him? Yeah, no, we, we, we talked of, of different trades throughout the last few months. I mean, throughout the whole summer, really, but – uh, we knew that we'd come down to a tough decision and a difficult situation. But, yeah, people people can look at that, and, and not just our team. I mean, other teams had found themselves in similar situations. Uh, there's some good young players that were cut, um, too many guaranteed contracts, but that's part of it. And, um, you know, I, I, it, won't be the, it won't be the last time that we cut a first-round pick or a second-round pick or – uh, you know, but the good news is, is that we have 15 guys that we think are better, and uh, we have a kid named Abdul Nader, who's a terrific player that will be playing for us in Portland. He had a terrific off season for us. We think he has a bright future in the NBA, and we have uh, Yabaselli playing in in China with a great strength and conditioning program, a terrific NBA body, uh, versatile big man, and and a kid named Zizic. That's started. That's off to a great start. Who had 37 and 20 uh, just the other night in a in the Adriatic League. So who's 19 years old? So we feel like we have a lot of guys. You can only have 15 men on your roster. So I think every year, hopefully, in the next few years, we're going to have to make some difficult decisions. Look at you quoting Adriatic League stats. You must be a, <laughs> you must be an NBA general manager. I think that's what you do for a living. Uh, let, let me ask you about Hunter, though, because I saw him in college and I thought it was a terrific shooter. It doesn't always translate to the to the NBA, but I thought it would in year two. What was it uh, about his game that didn't jump up that you expected uh, to, to take that leap? What, you know, why, why wasn't it a fit here? Well, so first of all, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything that he did would give me an indication that he doesn't have a chance to be an NBA player. Um, you know, I, I feel like, in all fairness, he, he really did improve, and he was getting better. I think that it simply was a matter that James Young um, 
He's 21 years old. He's six foot seven, 230 pounds. He's versatile. He can he can defend the threes and the fours. He's getting better, and James won the job. I don't. I think that based on day in and day out over the last six weeks, it was a really really tough choice. And 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 both of them I think are NBA players. And it's not a knock on RJ, but um, I just felt like James had won that opportunity. Danny, I told these guys earlier that you will have the best defensive team in the NBA this year. Michael actually bet against me on that. Uh, do you see it that way, or am I nuts? It's a, it's a dinner bet, too. You know, I, I got you well, in the top five. You know, so I think that, um, you know, last year I think we finished fourth, and that was pretty spectacular with our personnel. Um I think our deep, we will be a good defensive team because we are a hard-playing team. But, you know, we don't have a perfect defensive team. We don't really have a rim protector and a shot blocker, and we're, we're not a very good defensive rebounding team. We really have to gang rebound and get our guards back to get some defensive rebounds. Uh, we're a little bit smaller in the backcourt, even though Avery Bradley's on the small side as a two-guard. He's really... Um, you know, our best defensive player. He's, he's incredible, and, he, and he's used to guarding bigger guys. But um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't have to be the best team to be, but we, we need to be a very good defensive team, and I think that we will be. We're talking to Celtics president of basketball operations, Danny Ainge. If I asked you to look at your team that's going to take the court tonight against Brooklyn and give me what you perceive to be your team's greatest strength, what would that be? I think our greatest strength is our perimeter defense. And uh, I think that with our starters, I think our, our overall defense, I think Horford and Amir are, are terrific defenders as well. And, you know, uh, but, you know, not having Marcus. Marcus is one of our best defenders and, and a very, very versatile defender. He's like, you know, not having Marcus is like missing your, you know, starting middle linebacker. Um and you're missing Gerard Mayo or Dick Butkus in your defense. You know, it's those guys that just do a little bit of everything that can defend the pass and the run. And that's that's who Marcus is for us. He can defend one through four, and he's really, really smart and plays like a veteran player for such a young kid. But I, I feel like, um, you know, that's – so he, he, his presence will be missed in game one, and Kelly's perimeter offense will be missed. So that's I really believe that Jalen is going to grow. I think our team, once we get those two guys back healthy, which won't be too far away, and Jalen gets some experience under his belt, I think our team is just going to get better um, as this season goes along. All right, Danny, trust me. This is not sour grapes on my part. I don't live my life that way. I'm not a bitter person, not bitter at all. But... I look at the Warriors last night. I understand first game of the year. But I look at them and I, and I say that I was telling these guys earlier, I just don't think that super teams, modern super, super teams, are ever as great, historically great, as we think they're going to be. So if you look at the Warriors, I know they're going to be a good basketball team. But you've put a team together uh, overnight and won a championship in year one, which is very difficult to do. Can you just speak to – the challenges that they may have, or maybe you don't think they're going to be facing a great challenge in, in, in 2016-17? You know, I don't, I don't know the internal makings, but I think that um, 
you know, I don't really want to judge the the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we all know they're going to be a fantastic team, but I do see some weaknesses on that team. But I mean, their their strengths are powerful. They their their best five players are pretty special. I mean, you take their their super four, and uh, and you add Andre Iguodala to that. That's a pretty spectacular team. Um, Sean Livingston's a terrific veteran player, and you know they're after that they're, they're nobody special. Um, and so they need the they need the rest of those guys to play some good basketball. And last night they ran into a very excitable team. And you saw Kawhi Leonard. Um, you know he should definitely be talked about being an MVP candidate. I think he was third or fourth in voting last year. But a really really special, um, not as much talked about player as as should be talked about in our in our league this year. But he was very special last night. And the interview with him afterwards, man, I, I know you can't say you know a person from an interview, but just a, a, appears to be an extremely humble, grounded kid. No, he is. He's he's one of the great great guys in our league. Uh, fantastic player, great work ethic, and and a quiet, humble kid. And uh, I think that's why he has been has risen to the top so quickly because he has a great work ethic and. He's a humble star. I mentioned Terry Rozier and what a good offseason he had. After what was pretty much a redshirt freshman season from last year, what kind of minutes can Celtics fans expect to see him play? Well, I think, you know, particularly starting the starting the season, um, you'll probably see him get a lot of minutes just because we don't have Marcus. But, um, you know, he was earning minutes in spite of that. He's... He he had a, a, a really good off season, and I'm really excited for Terry. And again, I think that you're going to see great strides from him as the season goes along. Uh, I think you're going to see a better Terry Rozier late than you see that he's going to be early, and I think he's going to be pretty good um, out of the gate. Danny, we always appreciate the opportunity to talk basketball with you. Best of luck tonight in the season opener, and uh, I hope we get a chance to talk again as the season goes along. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. And, and you know what, hey, hey Danny, I, I think yeah. Gerard Mayo will, will love being put in the same sentence as Dick Buckus. We'll, we'll tell him <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> well, I love Gerard Mayo. I think he was, he was a terrific player, but, yeah, I, he was the first one that came to my mind. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Take, take care. All right, guys. Talk that to is uh, Celtics president of basketball operations, Danny Ainge, joined, joining us on, uh, well, it's opening night. It is his, his Boston Celtics against the Brooklyn Nets, uh, just about a block from where we're sitting right here at McGann's Pub. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.